Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. This week we will be talking about a movie called Inheritance starring Lily Collins. Yes, this is a 2022 movie, right? 2020. Oh, it's a 2020 movie. Mm-hmm. Oof. Bad timing, my dude. Mm-hmm. We did not want to watch creepy shit in 2020. There was already creepy shit going on. Just wait about five years until the pandemic movies start coming out. Oh, my God. Do you think it's going to be five years? I feel like next year there's going to be pandemic movies. Like, we're still in the pandemic. We just quit caring. <laughs> if we die, we die at this point, okay? Yes. Yeah, so Lily Collins plays the Manhattan District Attorney. Mm-hmm. Her character's name is Lauren Monroe. And her brother, played by Chase Crawford, is running for political office. Chase Crawford, you might know him from Gossip Girl. Did you ever watch Gossip Girl? I After you suggested it, I did watch it and I loved it. Like, how is he not everywhere after Gossip Girl? I don't know, but he is adorable. Bitch, I'm adorable. He's gorgeous. So as the movie starts out, uh, Lauren is giving a press conference on a case. In the middle of this press conference, one of the reporters says, Lauren, do you have any comments about your father's accident? And this is how she hears that her father was in an accident. Yeah, she because she's been busy with work and it literally just happened and was just confirmed, you know, like your father was killed in a car accident and it literally happened like six minutes ago. So I know you don't know. Yeah, that was so messed up, dude. And you know, this has happened before. Oh, actually, you know what? What just came to mind? This is so insignificant. When Donald Trump found out about Ruth Bader Ginsburg? No. Oh, when Britney Spears found out that her little sister was pregnant. It was the paparazzi that told her. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so wild to me that you can reach like this level of fame where information disseminates to your fans before it gets to you. Like that is my worst nightmare. Yeah, no, that would definitely be awful Um, because it just shows that like nothing's sacred, you know? Yeah. So Lauren comes from a very prestigious family. She does. Um, her dad was a very well-known banker. Um, and to boot, I think that they inherited a lot of family money. Because I think the legacy of the family started before the dad, but we yeah, don't really... I think both the mom and the dad came from money. The mom was an attorney before she got married and mm-hmm. then quit her job as an attorney to be a rich wife. Right. So here you have Lauren who went into civil service. So she's um, Mm -hmm. Manhattan's district attorney. Yeah. And Lauren's dad was not happy that she chose to be a civil servant rather than a private sector attorney. It's not the most prestigious or highest paying job for someone that comes from the background that Lauren comes from. Yeah. Um, It takes us to the funeral and then to the reading of the will. This kind of shows just how displeased daddy was with Lauren. It's kind of wild because so the mom gets the voting rights and and whatever uh, boards the dad was in. And she also gets the estate, which we see in the movie is it's a huge estate. It's multi-million dollar estate. And that's their summer house. 
That's there somewhere else. And she gets all the estates, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. The son gets $20 million. Yeah. And Lauren gets $1 million. Which, listen, I feel like if someone was reading me a will and I got $1 million, I would be like, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. But the fact that her brother got $20 million, and then right after she hears that she got $1 million, it's revealed that her dad left $50 million to charities. So there was, you know what, dad? Like, there was a couple extra million there that you could have, like, kind of slid over to her side. Right. Lauren has a husband and a child, and her husband is really handsome. He is. He has a goatee, and he's a better person than me because when she sees him after the reading of the will, he doesn't immediately talk shit. Like, I feel like I would have been immediately like, can you believe this? This is bullshit. He only left you one million. Yeah, I would have been like, fuck your dad. <laughs> Throw him in the trash. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dig him up and put him in the trash. Yeah. And after the meeting, dad's attorney sort of corners Lauren and is like, hey, your dad also left you this DVD <laughs> to watch. First of all, don't leave me a DVD. I don't have anywhere to play it. I don't either. <laughs> um, And also... Wait a minute. It wasn't a DVD, Courtney. I was like... I, you made me believe it because the dad was. Uh, it wasn't. It was a um. It was a USB drive. A flash drive. Okay. Right. Well, there was an envelope, and the envelope had the USB drive, and then it also had like a key. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. Nothing good ever comes out of like an envelope with a USB drive and a key. Like, is there is there ten million dollars? I know. Like, hey, actually, I'm leaving you two hundred million dollars. But don't tell your brother. Yeah, don't tell your brother. Nah, dude, it wasn't any of that. No. She watches the video and he's like, Lauren, if you're if you're listening to this, it means I'm dead. You know, I've been keeping the secrets. Go out by your fort and you'll see. Lauren has a memory when she was little that she was out in the woods behind their summer house and she built a fort and her dad came out and lost his shit and started like picked up and shook her. Yeah, he was like, you never play here. So I think he knew that was a core memory that she would never forget. And Mm -hmm. so that went in the future when he told her like, hey, I left you something. It's by your fort. She was going to be like, oh, it's that place where you physically like accosted me. Yeah, that one time when I was just minding my own fucking business playing outside. Cool. Listen, take a break. Never shake. How hard would you have to shake an adult? I think you could also shake an adult. Um, It would just take a a larger adult. I mean, you you have to shake a baby baby pretty hard. I don't want to ask how you know how hard you have to shake a baby. I just saw a TikTok video yesterday where they were showing a class of like teenagers, like how hard you have to shake a baby. And mm-hmm. it was like this like robot baby with like a little sensor and you had to shake it until like the light went on. Holy shit. Yeah. So Lauren, no questions asked. Lauren just leaves the wake and goes out to the fort. Right. Well, there's no fort there. It's it's she goes out to the woods behind the summer house uh-huh. and she finds a spot where she had built that fort. There's not a hundred, two hundred million dollars buried there for her no there's a fucking bunker yes it's not your regular old bunker either it's not like you open it up and it's like a little um hutch underground dude it's like a freaking facility like she opens it up and it's like stairs that go down into this huge 
area with multiple rooms. It's what I imagine the United States has set up for the president in case of emergency. Right. That it, like it feels legit. And you have to think, too, this couldn't have been built for storm shelter because it's too far away from the house. Mm -hmm. You can't run to this bunker in the middle of a storm. Maybe it was a Cold War thing. Right. Maybe it was there before the house. Maybe. Maybe it was a facility for like government testing. I, we have questions. We, we, have, we questions, have questions, and they're never answered, unfortunately. Um, Our questions are never answered. You will have to suffer these questions along with us. <laughs> yes. But she goes in, and first of all, it's dark and creepy. Mm -hmm. But there's electricity. She can turn on a light. She can turn on a light, and she goes in. There's a little kitchen area, and then at the very end, there is a room that's locked. Mm -hmm. Red flag. Leave. <laughs> You know Leave. what, Dad? You know what, Dad? I, some things you should probably just take this to the grave. Now, what were you expecting to be there? Uh, uh, drugs. Hmm. Um, like a meth lab. Mm, okay. Okay. Look, cooking. Um, I maybe Dad was in like the CIA, and this was like his classified documents. Well, in his kind of USB footage video that he left her, he said, no one can find out about this. It can destroy our family. Yeah. No one can know about this. Not your mom, not your brother, no one. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dad. A question. So you uh, like my brother enough to leave him $20 million, but you don't like him enough to trust him with your deep, dark secret in a bunker? Uh, you know what? Like, I, I don't get it either. No, I see. I don't. I re I would reject it. I would reject the secret. I would just be like, you know what, this secret isn't worth one million dollars. No. Um. First of all, he's dead. Like, um, I would bring brother in on this with me. <laughs> Lily Collins is what, like five foot tall and maybe a hundred pounds, soaking wet. A stiff breeze could take her down. Right. So what I was expecting in the bunker, I thought it was going to be a dead body. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But when Lauren opens up the locked room, what she finds instead is kind of like a setup of almost like a prison setup. Yeah. Like there's like a bed in the corner, like a mattress in the corner. There's a table in the middle of the room with a chest set. Mm -hmm. And then most curiously, uh, there's a dude that is chained like a dog with a collar to the ceiling. Yeah, this guy has a chain collar around his neck and it's attached to the ceiling, but it's like it's it, the the chain is long enough to where he can walk around a room up to a certain line. And, the, and there is a white spray painted line across the room. It goes across the chest set, across the table, across the whole room. And it's the line of demarcation. That's as far as his chain reaches. He can't cross that line. <laughs> can I tell you when Lauren sees this? She does what all of us would do, and she runs out, like oh, yeah. runs out of there. She dips and she dips fast. She calls nine one one, and then she hangs up. And then she hangs up. I think you know. First of all, a couple a couple notes about nine one one. Did you know that when you call nine one one, it starts immediately recording, even while it's ringing? Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yes, bitch. It starts recording. What, like the second it starts ringing, it's recording. So Lauren, you know, she she hangs up. 911 calls back. She's like, hey, sorry, my daughter was playing with my phone. I won't let it happen again. Mm -hmm. Listen, 
if my dad thinks he's going to f- stiff me in his will, mm-hmm. leave my brother 20 million, mm-hmm. give charity 50 million, give me only 1 million and then expect me to take care of his hostage, he's fucking wrong. Okay, you are so wrong. Listen, dad, Um, two can play this game. I'm about to ruin your flipping name. All right. (laughs) Burning it to the ground, my dude. Lauren goes to her mom and she's like, hey, mom, like quick question. Like not weird at all. Don't read too much into it. Like I know we're at the wake. But did dad have any enemies like, you know, and the mom's like, "Uh, yeah, are you are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's like, um, he had several enemies. Which one are we talking about in particular right now? She's like, your dad was an asshole. He had so many enemies. Like, why? What would you hear? <laughs> like, he's terrible. Um, I low-key didn't even like him. Like, he had, yeah. he's terrible. You're not even his. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody's leaving at this point, And Lauren stays behind at the summer house. And she tells her husband, like, hey, I just need some time to sort through some things. Her husband is an angel. Yeah. After everybody leaves, Lauren goes to dad's desk. She grabs his gun, a stamp pad, and some paper and a mask. I was like, ooh, what are we doing with this? You sure you don't need some oil and, uh, like, rope and a chair? Like, just just felt like really random items. Yeah, I didn't really get where she was going with it at first. So she goes in and she prints, she fingerprints the prisoner who is now sleeping on his cot. Yeah, she fingerprints him and... <laughs> When when the prisoner wakes up, prisoner reveals himself to be kind of sassy. Yeah, he definitely has a sassy personality. He's like, listen, Lauren Elizabeth Monroe, <laughs> wife of this dude, your daughter's name is this. Here's your birthday. I know everything about you. Take the mask off. He's like, take the mask off. Like, come on. So she does. And Lauren is like, look, you're chained here and I want to know why. I think that she believes in her dad to the extent that she feels like there has to be a reason that her dad is holding this guy hostage. What is the reason? Like, what possible reason could you have for holding a person hostage? Well, and you can tell he's not a fresh hostage, you know? This dude is emaciated. Like, he is... He looks like what I want my after picture to look like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, he definitely looks like he's been there for a while. His hair is all grown out. His face is scruffy. Mm -hmm. I think at this point he feels like he has little to lose. And so he's like, you want answers. And I want a fat, juicy steak, a Caesar salad, a loaded baked potato, and some key lime pie. I mean, okay. You drive a hard bargain. (laughs) <laughs> do you know what though i felt like this was a test of how soft lauren is mm-hmm. and at first i think she's gonna pass because she just goes like screw you and she leaves mm-hmm. and then she comes back with all the items i'm like lauren lauren no yeah i know you didn't sign up to have a prisoner but like rule 101 of having a prisoner is that you're in charge well, he even says at one point, he's like, are you a good person? And she says, I like to think I am. And he's like, if you're a good person, then you'll let me go. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I. it's not that simple. I can't just let you go. I don't know why you're here. 
Um, you know what though? Lauren took his prints while he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Lauren sends those prints in to be ran. And I'm just yeah. thinking to myself, there is no incognito way to run prints. Like when you put prints into the system, they're in the system. Yeah. And so what I'm thinking is like, if that pops up as like a high profile case and they'll be like, who put these prints in the system? Where Where is this person? She just outed her entire like situation. That's when, you, that's when she just says, I found these prints in my dad's office. I was taking a walk and I stumbled and I fell down this bunker and there were prints on the floor. And I thought, this is very suspicious. I should put these into the system. Listen, Lauren and I are not the same because the minute I saw a dude in a bunker, cops. <laughs> cops all over. I'm not going down for this, okay? I'm not I would have worn gloves, a wig into that bunker. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I am dad, I'm sorry, your legacy dies here. All right. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, okay, so the DA is an elected position, right? Mm-hmm. And then her brother is running for Congress. Mm-hmm. So the reputation of the family is really important in this specific moment because mm-hmm. it can cost her brother his election. So I think that's why she kind of like hesitates. Like, I think she wants to know, like, okay, what is happening? But this is where our minds don't mix because in my head, I already know what's happening. Like, the dad is a serial killer that took someone hostage. Listen, I don't care what's happening at this point. This is a cops. All right. I want the, <laughs> I want the FBI. I want the CIA. I want Interpol. I want the DEA, Homeland Security. I want everybody. I want all of the feds. I want the foreign feds. All right. Bad boys, bad boys. Yes. I want them all here. This is not my problem. I got a million dollars. You know what? If you wanted somebody to hold your, to keep your hostage Mm -hmm. here, then you should have gave them more money. This sounds like a my brother job. This sounds like a $50 million secret, dad. Why don't you ask your charities to do it for you, fucko? (laughs) Like, yeah, no. Um, Like you said, Lauren comes back with all of the stuff that he asked for. After she calls into work, she says that she's going to be late. She has a freaking case that she's trying right now. Yeah. She is missing court. Like she's running late for court to interrogate this person. So this is already the secret is affecting Lauren's job. Yeah. What kind of explanation would make Lauren feel like, oh, no, yeah, dad, I would have done the same thing. You did good. He's a dangerous immortal that can't be killed. Yes. So um, I chained him in the basement. That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. That's like the only thing that makes sense to me, though. Yeah. Well, Lauren brings this guy the meal he requested, and then he holds out his hand to shake it, and she takes it. And I just keep Mm -mm. thinking, like, Mm -mm. I keep expecting him to kind of like overtake her because like you said she's so tiny he could very easily overtake her but then at the end of the day he'll be stuck in there because you know he's chained to the wall so well yeah she puts the key on the on like a metal shelf right when she walks in the door so she doesn't even have it on her yeah so i guess it does make sense that he doesn't overtake her but so far he has not shown any threat to her yeah he's very calm um, and he reaches out to shake her hand and she does. And then he starts weeping. Oh my God. Yeah. He starts, it's so awkward. Like, listen, dude, this is already so awkward. Like you're a prisoner. I don't know why I brought you this meal and now you're crying and you're talking about how much you missed physical touch. Like I gotta go. Like I get so uncomfortable when people like 
show too much emotion. Don't touch me, then cry. Because <laughs> um, both things make me uncomfortable. I'm going to leave and come back when you can get your shit together, okay? Yeah, uh, this is where I would close up the bunker and like not come back because I would have been so uncomfy. Mm-hmm. Just a stranger, like oversharing, you know? Just like touching uh-huh. your hand and then sobbing about how much they missed physical touch. I'm like, no. Mm, this is not the vibe, my dude. This is not the vibe. <laughs> well, I just think Lauren is so soft for a district attorney because mm-hmm. I don't know. You would think that she would understand power dynamics a little more. But it's almost like from the very beginning, she's letting this guy call the shots. Like, bring me food. Do that, you know, shake my hand. Like mm-hmm. she just, I'm kind of a little bit disappointed in her. I, I am too. Um, I want to, I want to think that she's a better attorney and this is strictly for like shock value, you know, mm-hmm. like it, not shock value that she's just kind of off her game because she's in shock, mm-hmm. but she, she sits down in the, on the other side of the white line while this guy eats and she's like, all right, you have your food now. Uh, give me my answers. He tells her a story that honestly was a little bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a little like, oh, really, this is what happened. Basically, this man was friends with Lauren's dad when they were younger and they would go out and they would gamble and they would party. Mm-hmm. And one night they got a little too drunk. Yep, they got a little too drunk. They were on their way home. Lauren's dad hit a pedestrian that was in the street. Okay, so the prisoner's name is Morgan, and he tells Lauren, like, yeah, your dad killed this guy, and he was, you know, he felt like his whole life was going to fall apart because he was driving drunk, and he now he, like, committed mm-hmm. vehicular manslaughter, is that how you say it? Vehicular manslaughter, yeah. I guess they were, what, in their late 20s? Yeah, mid to late 20s. And it, now their lives were going to be ruined because of this accident, and so the dad is like, I have an idea Help me put this body in my trunk so we can drive into the woods and bury it. Yeah. Um, Morgan tells Lauren that her dad said, you know, no body, no crime. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift also said that. Right. How many people has Taylor Swift killed? I don't think there's any evidence of that. But can we say with certainty that there's no bunker with like Calvin Harris and Camila Bell and all the people that wronged her? I, mean, I think there's a bunker somewhere. Has anybody seen them recently? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you, you know what? We are not conspiracy theorists right now. No, we are. We, we like are. 100% are. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, he asked Lauren, what would you have done? And she said, I would have went to the police. And Morgan tells her, then you would have ended up in this bunker with me. Right. Because Morgan says that the reason he ended up in the bunker is because he was having second thoughts about what they had done. Yeah. And Lauren's father knocked him out and dragged him to this bunker because Mm -hmm. he couldn't risk him telling anyone. And so this is where I'm like, okay, this is, again, back to our original questions. Where the fuck did this bunker come from? Yeah. Because it was there. It was there. Dad took him to the bunker and chained him up. Okay. So you're telling me that Lauren's dad, first of all, had this bunker, this huge facility-sized bunker, mm-hmm. um, but then also was able to buy a chain that has like a collar around a neck like I, I at first I was like where do you get this and then I was like duh like Amazon 
Um, you know, I probably wouldn't Google chain collar for human on Amazon because you're going to get some not you're not getting what you're looking for. I'm pretty sure there's no like serial killer kits on Amazon. You have to DIY. You know what? And this was like 30 years ago. So there was no Amazon. So he had to go to like Home Depot or Lowe's and be like, I need this stuff. Don't ask questions. <laughs> and they're like, no worries, because none of us work here. Like, have you ever been to Home Depot or Lowe's? You can't fucking find anyone that works there. I know. But at this point, Lauren still doesn't really believe Morgan. I think she's starting to believe Morgan, but she's not convinced. He tells Lauren that he's been there for 30 years. And she's like, why? Why keep you here for 30 years? You know, why didn't he just kill you? She's and Morgan's like, oh, I begged him to. Um, but he would never do it. There was almost the implication there that Lauren's dad couldn't kill Morgan because Morgan was his best friend. Like Lauren's dad had too many morals or ethics to yeah. on purpose kill someone. Right. That is so bizarre to me. And it's like somehow it's better to chain them up in the uh, bunker. The math isn't really mathing. Listen, if I was willing to chain somebody up in a bunker to keep a secret, just kill them. Mm hmm. Just kill them. Like, it's just too much freaking work to, like, you know, drag you in the middle of the woods right. to a bunker that already exists for some unbeknown reason. And then, you know, find, go to Home Depot and get the chain that's just long enough to, like, not reach mm -hmm. the end of the room and, like, keep you fed and then play chess with you. Because the dad would go there. Lauren's dad would go there and spend time with Morgan. And, like, tell him, like, personal things, probably because... Morgan's dad was under the impression that Morgan was never leaving that bunker. Yeah. I don't know. It, it It's all very odd. And and apparently no one in the family knew this bunker existed. Except for dad. To me, the story of this mysterious bunker is more interesting than the entire concept of the movie. That's fair. I do have to say, though, that we have on occasion mentioned putting people in bunkers. To save them. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked about putting Chris Evans and Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling Ed Sheeran Ed Sheeran in a bunker you're right though it would be to save them but but the thing is what if they didn't want to be saved would we have to use chains for their own good you know what if you don't want to be saved then you can leave I don't know I don't feel like we're on the right on the same page about that <laughs> Because I was under the impression we were keeping them there against their will. You know what? Maybe we would for a short period of time until it was safe and then they could okay. exit. It's like, this is for your own good, Ed Sheeran. Mm -hmm. now, write me more music. <laughs> we Neither one of us have a bunker or access to a bunker. Right. Just so you know. You know, Lawrence, I feel like she doesn't want to believe Morgan, but she's starting to believe Morgan. Um, especially when some of the some of the things he's saying start to make some sense to her. You know, he says, you know, your dad really liked women. You know, he always loved your mom, but he really liked other women, especially one woman named Sophia. So Morgan tells Lauren that her dad had an affair literally up until the day he died. He had basically another family and Lauren goes out and finds the woman. Mm -hmm. The woman has a kid. Yeah, he's like eight. 
So that's one part of the story that she can confirm 100 percent is that her dad was cheating on her mom. Yeah. And Lauren tells this woman, Sophia, she's like, nobody could ever know. And Sophia's like, Lauren, we have our own lives. You came to me. Right. I'm not about to go run my mouth. Right. The mistress is like, listen, we're taken care of. They're in a nice apartment with a Mm -hmm. doorman like they like she's fine. After this, Lauren goes to dad's attorney and she's like, what the hell was she left anything? And he's like, yes. Um, And she's like, how much? And he's like, does it really matter? She's like, so more than a million. Okay. Mm. If you want it, you know what? Maybe you should have asked your mistress to take care of your hostage dad. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, I mean, Lauren goes to the estate attorney, the state lawyer, because he, he knows her dad's secrets, Mm -hmm. but he does not know about this bunker. Yeah. She, she asked if dad had any more secrets and the attorney says none that can hurt you. And then she asks, you know, does the name Morgan ring a bell to you? And he's like, nope. She even asked her mom, too. She's like, does Morgan ring a bell? And the mom is like, no. So, you know, it just really seems like no one has any idea who this guy is. Like he like he kind of popped out of thin air, you know, into the bunker. Yeah. (laughs) He said his name was Morgan Warner. So Lauren even asks an investigator friend to kind of like do a background check on a Morgan Warner to kind of figure out like who this person is because she's trying to Mm -hmm. establish whether or not he's telling the truth. And I guess at this point, I almost feel like Lauren has decided not to let him go at this point. I I think so. But I also think Lauren is really struggling sort of morally with what the right thing to do is. Um, And so she actually takes Morgan out of the bunker and she's like, you're going to take me to this body. Right. She wants to see where the body was buried that supposedly Mm -hmm. her dad, you know, ran over. And um, Lauren has Morgan in handcuffs and she takes him up with a gun to the woods and he tells her where to dig. And dude, they find the body like the body was buried like six inches deep, six inches deep. I'm like, there's no way like there's no way something would have ate that already. Yeah, like in 30 years, this body has been undisturbed with like six inches of dirt. Like I can't keep my plants, like the roots of my plants from staying in place with six inches of dirt. Give me a break. Well, they find this body and they get back to the bunker. And, you know, he's like, are you going to let me go? And she's like, absolutely not. I can't. Like, I can't right now. And she's like, chain yourself back up now. She has a gut on him. Up to this point, it just seems like this Morgan guy has been telling the truth. Like he told her that they killed a guy accidentally and buried his body and she found the body. He told her that her dad was having an affair and she found the mistress. Like and and mm-hmm. again, he has not been aggressive towards her. He has not tried to hurt her. And mm-hmm. he's had opportunities like when she took him out to the woods, he could have ran while she was digging. He could have overpowered her. Yeah. So he had a lot of opportunities to get away, but it almost seems like he wants her trust. You know, he wants her trust. Lauren has like a mental breakdown. You know, I think at this point she deserves it. (laughs) Lauren is crying in her luxury shower, having an anxiety attack over her luxury vanity sink. There's just something about rich people going through hard things that just doesn't hit the same. 
I guess, I mean, money doesn't make anxiety or depression go away. But also, I feel like regardless of how rich she is, she's earned this mental breakdown. I mean, they say, we said this before, but like, we keep hearing that money doesn't solve all your problems. And we just would humbly request the opportunity to like, experience this for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like we deserve that. Like, we want, <laughs> we want you to prove us wrong. Yeah, I would love the opportunity to say all of these millions Mm -hmm. don't make my life any better. Yeah. So Lauren, at this point, she's 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 at a crossroads. She doesn't know what to do. So she goes to her brother and she's like, hey, let's say there was like a loose end, you know, something that could damage, you know, our family's reputation. What what would you do? And he's like, honestly, you either pay him off or you dump them in the river. So I guess from the brother's perspective, mm-hmm. I don't know. How is the brother not the right person to deal with this hostage situation? Like the dad should have known that the brother would have taken it's, care of it. It's because the brother is clearly the favorite and he's OK with it ruining Lauren's career, but he's mm-hmm. not OK with it ruining William's career. You're so right. It was almost like he was like, oh, I don't want to burden William with this. He's so busy. How about mm-hmm. Lauren, who has this really stressful job and a child and a husband? William has the election to worry about. <laughs> oh, please. Look, here's the thing, too. It's like William tells her, like, yeah, if somebody was threatening our family, I would pay them off or dump their body in the river. And I'm like, I get that she's your sister, but she's also the DA. Yeah. Does no one in this family respect her? They don't. Like her dad is like, hey, district attorney of Manhattan, Mm -hmm. here's the bunker where I'm keeping someone hostage. It's like no one respects her. No one does respect her. And it really shows because she does some more digging and she finds a huge donor in the case that she's working. She finds a huge donor called Gypsy Rose. LLC and Gypsy Rose is the nickname that dad had for his mistress mm-hmm. and she donated to her brother's campaign also so there is campaign fraud plus Lauren's dad was a freaking co-conspirator in this high profile case that she's working on right so now she's like extra compromised yeah we don't really get like super into the case that she's currently trying it's Mm -hmm. almost like background noise except for the fact that her family is screwing up her career yeah and she goes to her brother and she's like did you know did you know about this and he's like shut up yes and (laughs) she's like why didn't you tell me and they're like oh we did it to protect you and she's like don't ever lie to me again And then her brother is an asshole and he goes, how do you think you got elected? And she smacks him across the face like he deserves. I mean, honestly, again, where's the lie? You know, she comes from this powerful, connected, rich, Mm -hmm. I mean, insanely rich family that has the assets to give 50 million to charity, 20 million to the, you know, son. Like the idea that her dad wasn't like pulling strings behind the scenes to like make Mm -hmm. sure that she got jobs. Yeah. I mean, that's not a crazy thought. It's not a crazy thought, but... I wonder how many strings did they pull, you know? Right. Could she have done it on her own and you just went ahead and did it for her? Or did you really, like, make her win? Well, here's the thing, too. It's like when someone is so privileged, they don't 
know how privileged they are. It's like impossible for her to really see how privileged she is. And I could just imagine that Lauren tells the story of her career mm-hmm. as if she rose to success in spite of her family being this influential, like mm-hmm. rich, su- successful family. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she thinks that she did it on her own. But she didn't. And we know that. Yeah, she didn't. Well, Lauren, she she makes a decision on Morgan, on what his ultimate fate will be. Um, and she goes to the family attorney and she's like, listen, I need $100,000 cash. I need a million dollars put in to a Cayman Islands bank account. Her million dollars. Her million, yeah, that she got from her from the will. She's like, I need all of that taken care of. I need a charter jet where nobody will ask questions to the Cayman Islands. And a fake identity. Yeah, she goes, I need an ID, fake or otherwise. Um, And he's like, Lauren, what are you getting yourself into? She's like, listen, I'm cleaning up a mess. This is how I'm doing it. Do it. And the attorney is really hesitant. He does not like this at all, but he does agree. Well, because he says, and I I call bullshit on this, but the attorney says, you know what? I've done a lot of crazy stuff for your dad, but I always knew why. And I'm thinking like, did you? Did you always know why? I don't think you always knew why. Did you know there was a dude in a bunker in the backyard? Because I don't think you did. I don't think you did. Yeah, my dude. After Lauren gets everything set up, she tells Morgan that he's leaving the bunker. Well, because, okay, Morgan swore to Lauren over and over again, if you let me go, I will disappear. I am not going to come back. Like, listen, I've been in this bunker for over 30 years. Like, I just want Mm -hmm. my freedom. I don't care about anything else. Like, your dad is dead. I don't need revenge. Like, just let me go. At first, it seems like she's taking him at his word that he's just going to disappear and be out of their lives forever. Right. But he doesn't have anything. So she has to facilitate him disappearing. Yeah, and she wants him as far away as possible um, and also as comfortable as possible so he doesn't come back. Can I make a very unimportant note? Mm. Um, This man, Morgan, this prisoner, Mm -hmm. he has way too many wrinkles for someone that hasn't been in the sun since their mid to late 20s. That's fair. Yeah, he does. (laughs) You know what I mean? She gets him a suit and everything and she gets him some scissors and stuff to give himself a haircut. Um, But Lauren's not dumb. She takes his hair that he cuts off. And when they Mm -hmm. get to this, when she gets him to this private charter airport, she tells him, you are going to get on this plane. You're going to go to the Cayman Islands. You're going to live comfortably for the rest of your life. And if I ever fucking see you again, I'm going to connect you to every single cold case I can get my hands on. And she holds up his bag of hair. Right. She's like, I've got your DNA and I can do this. Dude, it's kind of terrifying. Like one of my worst nightmares is being like framed yeah, for a crime. Because the thing is, you can't really prove that you were framed. If somebody frames you properly, then you're, you're, you're screwed. If they do it properly, you say that like you probably have a tab in your binder, like how to properly frame someone. You know, Morgan is a free man now. He's wearing a spiffy suit. He's getting on a charter jet. Like, he has cash. He has a new identity. He has a million dollars waiting for him. Like, this man could want for nothing else. Yeah. It feels very clean. It does. And she goes back to the bunker and she starts clearing it out, just throwing shit away. Mm-hmm. 
But cell phone reception is bad at the bunker. Oh, you think? That's so strange. Right? Because her <laughs> investigator friend calls her while she's in the bunker cleaning shit out saying, hey, the information on that on those prints you sent me came back. I sent them to the summer estate just like you asked. Because I guess she didn't want any digital trace of the file. So she mm-hmm. asked them to set to like mail her the file, a copy of the file. Like a courier came and dropped them off. Yeah. And but, you know, Lauren's not home. Lauren is cleaning up the bunker. And so instead, the mom finds the envelope at the front door. And like every nosy mom that ever existed, Mm because I would do the same thing. She goes through it. She goes through it. And mom is riled. Mom is visibly shaking and upset. You can tell that this has really triggered mom. Yeah. When Lauren finally comes up, to the house Uh the mom holds up a mugshot of young morgan and she says why do you have a picture of this man and she's like mom it's work stuff you like you can't see that it's work stuff and she's like shut up why do you have a picture of this man lauren realizes like my mom knows him and she's like why are you asking me about morgan and the mom's like that's not his name his name is not morgan his name is carson and he has mugshots he has been in trouble with the law before. This is where the movie loses me, Courtney. I'll be honest with you. The mom says, this man is evil. And I'm like, um, details, please. Are we talking Ted Bundy evil or are we talking like corrupt politician evil? We're talking Brock Turner evil. Right. Mom explains that she met Carson. The guy's name is Carson. She met him at a party Um, and he raped her. Yeah, he raped her. And then this is, again, where the movie continues to lose me because the mom was already married when when, uh, this Carson guy, you know, raped her. And then Lauren's dad takes Carson from the party that they were at, Mm -hmm. puts him in the car, and they drive off. And I don't understand where where are you going? I think he planned on, like, going to the woods... And beating the shit out of Carson. But then they did hit a pedestrian. As Lauren's dad was driving off with her mother's rapist, um, they did hit someone and they did end up burying this person who was the body that Lauren found in the woods. I guess dad was just, he had already committed one murder that night and then burying a body is hard. So he's like, no, that's too much work. I guess, but then I'm like confused. I'm just, dude, I'm confusion because it does. The whole story doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. And also, I just keep thinking, like, is this supposed to exonerate the dad? Because the dad still had someone in a bunker for 30 years. Listen, if if somebody raped me and then my husband took them hostage for 30 years in a bunker, like, I feel like that's love. (laughs) You love me. Yeah, no, I think. It's just, I don't get it. I don't get the whole holding him hostage for 30 years. And I don't understand how that makes the dad any less evil. It feels like a lot of work. Um, But you know what? Dad was committed. Yeah. You know what? He didn't have a hostage for his mistress, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess when you put it that way. Anyways, Lauren goes to the bunker And she's like, no, 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 no. Like everything that she had spent the last few days convincing herself of is like unraveling and fast. 
So Lauren calls the lawyer guy because remember the lawyer guy, the last time she saw him, he was getting into the charter jet with who she thought was Morgan. And so she's calling the lawyer guy like, you have to pick up, you have to pick up. This guy is mm-hmm. not who we thought he was. She goes back to the airport hangar. Mm-hmm. And it is a murder scene. Well, the jet is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know where the where like the captain is. Probably in the plane. Probably in the plane dead. Um, I, ugh, Courtney, this is where I'm like, I don't get it. Because even if... Right, okay. Let's assume this guy, Morgan slash Carson, is the bad guy. Uh-huh. He he managed to convince her and he managed to t- to get free and get a million dollars and a new identity. Uh-huh. He was about to fly off. Like, why would he choose to stay? Revenge. For what? Being in prison. I felt like he feels like his offense is lesser than the consequences which were caused hmm. by Lauren's mom telling her husband. Yeah, but Lauren's mom didn't even know that he was being held like prisoner in the bunker. So... Yeah, I don't get who he's trying to get revenge over. But the point is that instead of flying off into the horizon with a million plus dollars, Morgan slash Carson decides to go back to the summer house to terrorize Lauren and her mom. Mm -hmm. He goes back and he takes Lauren's mom. And so Lauren gets back from the airport, seeing that the lawyer's dead blood everywhere he killed the lawyer with a chess piece oh really yeah he stabbed him in the artery in the neck with a chess piece huh that was creative i didn't catch that i thought he shot him Mm -mm. lauren gets back from the airport and mom's gone mom's not in the house but guess who is in the house freaking carson morgan morgan carson (laughs) yeah he's being creepy he's doing his Mm. like villain monologue thingy Mm -hmm. where i just feel like they just get a kick out of being evil you know they're just like look at me i'm so evil and i'm sorry i've seen more evil so i'm just kind of not that impressed i'm like have you worn your mother's skin as a mask Mm -hmm. i don't think so like you're not that evil right and he knocks lauren out and takes her to the bunker and chains her up Right. So now the roles are reversed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what, though? Lauren fights for like a little person. She's she scrappy. puts up a fight. Yeah, she scratches the heck out of him. But eventually he does knock her out and chain her up. Uh-huh. And mom is in the bunker also. And he's like, listen, I was here for 30 years and you guys are going to rot down here. Um, And he also says in his little villain monologue that he knew he could manipulate Lauren. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, damn, like no one respects her in this movie. Like no one. Nobody. Not even the prisoner. Everyone's like, I knew you were a little bitch and I knew you'd do what I told you to do and I Mm -hmm. knew I could trick you. Like, Lauren, you're a DA. Like you are used to dealing with some of the worst people. And you let this little scrawny old white man like mine F you. She should have just killed him. The only solution would have been to call the cops, really. I would have called the cops right away. Like, fuck that shit. A million dollars. Sorry, dad. I feel like the cover up is almost always worse than the crime because, you know, the dad was so worried about the consequences of having, you know, driven drunk and hit someone. The dad being this like rich up and coming law student, whatever, Mm -hmm. he probably wouldn't have even gotten jail time. Like, let's be real. Yeah. 
But then his career would have been over, though. I mean, but he like he came for money. Like, it's not like he would have fallen into nothing. You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. But, you know, during Harson Morgan's villain monologue, he's like, he is screaming at Lauren and he's like, you are so dumb. Why aren't you picking up the pieces? I am your father. (laughs) Yeah, because sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. But I I just every time I hear that, I get like, um, Luke, I am your father. Yeah, I get Darth Vader vibes every time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so essentially, Morgan Carson is trying to tell her, like, hey, don't you get it? The night I raped your mom, you were conceived. Um. Well, he doesn't get to say a whole bunch more after that because Lauren's mom fucking shoots him. Yeah, she got a hold of the gun. Because he thought she was tied up and incapacitated. She had been knocked out, so he didn't keep an eye on her. Buddy, you got two eyes, okay? You got two eyes, you got two prisoners. You got to keep an eye on each prisoner. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie mistake, it's fine. <laughs> next time, just some notes for next time. Yeah, Lauren's mom shoots him. And, you know, Lauren's mom tries to make her feel a little bit better. She goes over to her and holds her hand. And she's like, you're a Monroe. You are a Monroe. So after Morgan Carson is dead... Um, Mom and Lauren actually covered the bunker in gasoline and set that bitch on fire. Yes. And this thing, again, is like a facility underground. So it's going to burn to a crisp. It's going to be toasty in there. Everything is going to be, you know what I mean? So, I mean, good job. I think that was that was uh, the best way to do it, I guess. Nobody, no crime. I don't know how I feel. I was really feeling this movie up to a certain point. Mm hmm. I love psychological thrillers, um, but this one just kind of fell a little flat for me. Yeah, I feel like there could have been a more compelling storyline for why he was chained up, you know, or what if her dad didn't even know why he was chained up? Like, what if he was what if he just found him? <gasps> no, what if it was an inheritance from like his dad and then he passed it to his, to her daughter? That's how they get their power. They chain him up and then like they like suck the luck or life force from him. That's a different genre. But yes, (laughs) like I think that the only compelling reason to keep him chained up would have been a supernatural, you know, paranormal reason. What I wanted and this is, uh, you know, obviously this isn't what I want in real life. But Mm -hmm. what I wanted for the movie to be more interesting, I wanted the dad to be like a freaking psycho serial killer, mm-hmm. you know, that this was a thing that her dad did. That, that like she did this. And then after she let Morgan go and she went to go leave the bunker, she steps on another door of another bunker. Oh, my God. And there's like multiple bunkers. There's multiple bunkers with multiple prisoners. Right. And like this is just something that her dad did. Or if it didn't even involve her dad, what if Lauren was actually like mentally unstable and she had the prisoners and her dad had been hiding the prisoners from her from her that would have been a twist we didn't see coming i know i love the idea of her finding multiple bunkers that would have been so awesome she thinks it's over and then she just steps on a bunker she just steps on something and her heel just hits metal and she's like you know they can stay they can stay yeah no i'm not doing anymore I'm, I'm, I'm out of million dollar inheritances, okay? <laughs> anyway, well, that is where our movie leaves us. Um, the teapot is empty for today. Don't worry, more is brewing in on the way. We'll be back next week with another episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.